Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormal mapping. Two years. Two years since Trilly had dared to set down on Miranda. When she was a little girl running errands for the Vori on Titan, she'd heard the rumors about this place even then. She'd come up substantially in the trade since, but the rumors remained. If there was ever a place that gave Trilly the shivers, it was Miranda. And yet, here she was. When one spoke of Miranda within the Commonwealth, it was with eyes that were fixed to the wall ahead, in words drawn out from the corner of one's mouth. Miranda was the devil that would steal your face if you so much as met eyes with it. The boogeyman of the lunar colonies. And yet again, for a second goddamn time, here she was, waiting for a pickup that might never come. Waiting to get pinched by a few trigger-happy Jovian doughboys in their shiny suits of twenty-foot-tall armor. But she was here for a reason. A damn good one, she knew. Morgan had asked her to save Beatty, and now Beatty had returned the favor. Something cosmic in that, she thought. Play-by podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes. You sit there in your heartache, oh, waiting for some beautiful boy to... <laughs> I'm also joined by Liam Higgins. Hey guys, what's up? And Max Co. He doesn't look a thing like <laughs> Jesus, buddy. Bones like a gentleman. We can't sing at the same time because it's not going to sync up in the slightest way. 
Can we climb this mountain? He does it. He does it. He does it. No. Are you now than never before? Welcome to our take it slow. There's never you're never gonna find this. You're never gonna find this video ever. You're never gonna find it. But I did a talent show performance of that song in like 2006. Oh shit! Now I've got to find it. I gotta mine the internet. You're never never gonna find it. You're never gonna find it. We're gonna contact your parents, Liam. <laughs> People didn't have phones, like, like, like for what? Like, none of my friends had phones. They had a camcorder. They could fucking. People didn't have phones. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like totally cut off from society. There's no like. You make it sound like it was before the invention of the fucking Graham Bell telephone. Seriously, someone had a video camera, motherfucker. There were computers and stuff there, but no one had phones. What Liam doesn't tell you is that he grew up in medieval England. <laughs> I mean, for all intents and purposes, those places were from, yeah, I mean, like, kind of. He had a premonition of what a killer song would sound like. You had a fucking camcorder. Your parents had a camcorder, I can no, assure you. No, they totally did. I'm just saying, this is at the, when, I'm talking about when I did this song, the in the talent show, no one recorded it. That's why there's no video of it, because no oh, one had phones okay. at the school. Yeah. At this point, I am going to invent time travel specifically so I can go back in time and record you singing when when you were young by the killers in two thousand and six. <laughs> Be my fucking guess. I would love it. I would love anyway. it. Anyway. So in case you couldn't tell, uh, <laughs> this is what week three of our podcast in quarantine. I was going to ask Maybe that. Four. I think this is, yeah, this is our third one. Week well, three, our third week podcast. Four. It's week five, is this, like real life. So yeah, this is our like third podcast in or week six real life. Is it week six real life or week five real life? No, it's week I don't five. Know. Real it life. depends on when you started getting quarantined. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's going on. And week also five depends for me. on what your job was too, because I know, I know, I wasn't. Sure. I know I wasn't the earliest batch to get quarantined. I was like a week after that, a week or ten days after that. Welcome to our brave new world. Anyway, this is a podcast. <laughs> to all the people out there, may you all, um, may you, if you're not with uh, loved ones or friends or whatever, may you be blessed to have an animal mm-hmm. as I do. Or us. Yeah. Yeah, that's you have true. Us. We're, your, we're your friends now. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you know, you got no other You choice. have I mean, no you, choice. <laughs> you have plenty of choices, but. Um, it will be us. It's gonna <laughs> be me. <laughs> also, you guys were wrong. It's not Swan Lake. It yep. was it was uh, Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers. I, I love oh. Tchaikovsky. Shout shouts out to that very talented, very awkward gay bitch. We shouts we, out we to stand. Tchaikovsky. <laughs> we stand. We love you. He didn't have to go that hard for the Nutcracker, but he did, and I love him for it. So it still was it was you know, it was Tchaikovsky no matter what, but it just wasn't Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Still a bop. Oh, every single thing and that whole fucking anyway. <laughs> Anywho, this can't be a Tchaikovsky fan cast. <laughs> Not only yet. So much music. No, that's a different show. Mm-hmm. God, and now I'm going to spend the entire podcast thinking of pun names for that show. <laughs> anyway, now we we got to get started. I'm on the on Tchaikovsky's Wikipedia page yeah. right now. <laughs> so <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> so uh, where we left off last. Uh, BD, you had finally reached uh, Dr. Zaid's lab and freed them somewhat from uh, their Jovian prison. Yeah, the first steps of. Yeah, uh, you talked your way past the guard posted at their front door. Otto did. Otto did. <laughs> Otto was, did all the hard work there. The, the royal uh, you. The, the only one who's actually good at uh, social interactions of the three of us, which is unfortunate. <laughs> really doing good work. 
And Bidi, you spoke to uh, to Rigel. I did. It was interesting. The artificial intelligence that the Jovian military has been using to uh, make their anchors more efficient, make them work better. Mm-hmm. It seems to interface with the pilots in a specific and interesting way. And you learned some uh, some more proper applications for Rigel beyond the military. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> might have some consequences for the universe. Uh, yeah, just a bit. And what were those? Um, they want to upload human consciousnesses into, uh, into Rigel instead of just having fallible, uh, non-immortal human bodies. <laughs> and as someone with, with a, a, a somewhat infallible, immortal body, I'm not <laughs> on board with that plan. <laughs> right. Using uh, the Rigel AI and the Sirius anchors, uh, they were going to upload themselves or sort of use, using Rigel as a mediary, basically permanently entomb themselves in these robot bodies. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> You'd managed to get Dr. Zaid to a safe spot while your teammates, Otto and Scarlet, went off to uh, the lab of another one of the Jovian scientists, uh, Dr. Birch, who seems to be a very talented uh, geneticist, to acquire an exosuit for Dr. Zaid so you can all leave together. Yeah. Um, we did also meet one of his patients. <laughs> yes, you met uh, Virgo his Bombay, subjects. a shark man. We stand. Who, uh, playing against type yeah. uh, for your usual encounter with uh, people in the Jovian military, uh, helped you in your effort to rescue Morgan Zaid. He seemed very go with the flow. Just like, things are happening, sure. Okay. Pretty good turn of phrase for it. Yeah, sure. He really didn't question anything. He's like, all right, I can help you. (laughs) You're not physically hurting anyone as far as I know, so sure, whatever. And I I think I want to pick up with Scarlet and Otto Mm -hmm. going to Dr. Birch's lab. All right. So I guess we're we're still making our way there based on what BD told us about where it is. I would guess that we're kind of being careful, sneaking about. Trying to get there as quick as we can. Okay. And you're both still wearing uh, the Jovian uniforms that uh, Virgo gave to you? Yeah, we're still wearing our Jovian uniforms, so we're kind of just making our way. They're doing that that scene from Parks and Rec, the don't be suspicious, (laughs) 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 where they're just like, everything's fine. (laughs) Don't notice us. Actually, we're doing the scene from the Blues Brothers with the man the moocher. <laughs> yeah, they just really... <laughs> Cab Calloway playing distantly. <laughs> One of the Jovian soldiers just has that playing. <laughs> We're walking to it. In the year whatever the hell thousand. <laughs> yeah. 2793. Yeah, that one. All right, well, uh, who's leading the stealth effort? Uh, I'd imagine the stealthy one, right? Yeah, that that'd be me. <laughs> one would hope. Yeah, the stealthy one's leading, because Otto can't stealth worth the damn. Yeah, but Otto, <laughs> looks, he looks the part. He's, he yeah. has gentry. He looks the part, but that's about it. Hardly. I've got a little bit of a cut, my good man, <laughs> lest we forget. Mm. So yeah, the, the stealth boy. All right, well... Don't exactly uh, fold into the wallpaper. Not really, <laughs> at least. <laughs> sort of plop out like a little... But it's, it's just the way you carry yourself, Otto. I suppose. My back is curving. <laughs> uh, Scarlet? Yeah, what's up? Uh, make me a face adversity plus your metal. Okay. 
plus my metal. Yes. Okay, that's a seven. Okay. So take that as you will. I've already I've already lost so much. You can't take anything else away from me. Right. <laughs> Don't challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my gun. I've lost my consciousness. <laughs> You're on the verge of being dead. <laughs> With all your injuries uh, stacking up. Yeah, because someone doesn't know <laughs> how to rest. <laughs> Scarlet. I would have if I could. Here's what I'll say. Scarlet, as you and Otto are making your way down these labyrinthine halls in this Jovian base's uh, underworking, you reach sort of a four-way T intersection. And just as you reach it, you see heading down the hall perpendicular to you, a column of Jovian soldiers just sort of calmly marching past you. Mm-hmm. And you see the direction they're heading is uh, you check you check some of like the like the directional plates around. Like, you know, in like a hospital, they'll have like signage to point where things are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So you see the signs uh, pointing you to Dr. Birch's lab are also taking you in the same direction as that column of Jovian soldiers. Oh. What do you do? Guess I'm going to bl- guess we're blending in with the Jovian soldiers and walking oh. with them. <laughs> oh, you're going to like fall in line? Yeah, just fall in line. Okay. <laughs> Head in the direction Jump they're going. Jump in line. <laughs> Jump, I'm jumping in the line and I'm going to I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Just jump in, follow them. Then we find Dr. Birch's lab and jump right out. Yeah, it's the the Assassin's Creed move where you just kind of blend in with a group of people and then pop out. That is the best fucking song ever. Like, honestly. You're right. Jump in the line. Come on, jump in the line. I don't believe you. It's okay, I believe you, but your your pessimist take on it, Liam, is... That's right, it's okay. Oh, yeah, that's right, it's okay, I believe you. Oh, no, yes, in this course. case, is I don't believe you. I can't believe <laughs> you're doing this. Yeah, okay, I believe you, that's right. This that's is the remix so specific to us. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> All right, so I, I inform Otto of the plan, and then I lead him, and we join, join the crew. You and Otto wait for the column to pass, and then you slip in right after the last member of the column. Okay. Otto. Yes. Now I'd like you to roll me a, a face adversity plus your medal. All right. 2d6 coming right up. Okay, four. Not bad. Oh, five. Four and five. Okay, and then plus my metal. Yes. Oh, uh, okay, plus one. So, uh, ten. Four okay, plus five plus ten. one. Nice. All right. You That's have, pretty good. You, I'll take that. <laughs> good news. Neither of you have bungled the stealth mission yet. Yay! Oh, hell yeah, pimp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we keep going until we hopefully find the office. Right. So like the, the guy who you fall in behind doesn't even look at you when you do fall in behind him. Good. Like doesn't even notice that you've, you've become a part of the column. Damn. Good stealth. That's what I do. And eventually they break off down another hallway and you manage to separate yourselves from them and keep heading for Dr. Birch's office. And you know you're there before you've reached the door because they've got one of those big like plate windows. And inside you can see uh, six of these hybrid humanoids. Oh. and Are this, they all fish people or we, we go into different you know areas of the animal kingdom? Various animals all... Sort of uh, mostly carnivorous uh, apex predator types. Sure. You got your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, your uh, Thundercats, your... Uh... 
Turtles in no way are apex predators, my friend. <laughs> we got we got a we got a mixed bag. All right, this man is just creating real life furries, and I. <laughs> I don't respect it. <laughs> Look, Dr. Birch, Dr. Birch's dream of a cat boy in the military. I hate you so <laughs> much, people, people need to grow the fuck up. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> get, get a grip. Nothing, nothing wrong with it, like, uh, as I, I respect it. But, like, that, don't let it cross over into the fucking military. Like, Jesus God. <laughs> That's a step. That's a bridge too far for me. That's a bridge too far. Uh, out of character, how many people have looked at Doctor Birch like he's a madman? I don't know. I mean, if Doctor Zaid is anything to go by, this wasn't his idea. Oh, so the commandant is a furry. I got it. <laughs> it might not even be the commandant. It might go all the way up the chain to. Uh, Kenneth's a furry now. <laughs> Aspirin Chiron Kenneth. Really? All right. Who knows? Kenneth. Who knows? Who knows where in the chain this idea came up? Oh, God. I'm going to say, let me retcon that back a bit. Just go back to, like, being with the other soldiers walking down. Just be like, so, is Kenneth a furry? No, you absolutely <laughs> don't ask that. <laughs> Unacceptable. No. I draw the line here. <laughs> just just bring it back. Just question everything that's happening with this military. All right. get Break into the furry's office. It's fine. <laughs> Among, among these uh, animal-human hybrids, there is a seventh man. He's sort of a short, uh, portly, bald gentleman with a wrinkled face and these, like, very obviously military-issue Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like the Nazi from Braves of the Lost Art. That's exactly <laughs> oh, what I yeah. pictured. That's exactly what I pictured, Liam. With his face melting? <laughs> Hopefully not. I'm glad we're on the same, I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he, you, wait, so you said he's just kind of standing there? Well, he, he's like standing, talking to some of these, these people, uh, wearing a lab coat. You can infer as much as you want. This may be Dr. Birch. All right. And uh, or one of his assistants. True. Probably not and. <laughs> he's probably not his own assistant. I don't know. He could uh, be. All right, I'm going to let Otto take over because I suck at people talking. All right, so you uh, auto auto goes in first. Yeah, I'll pass the reins to Otto because I can't talk to people well. All right, Otto, Doctor Birch. So here's the funny thing, Otto. Yes. There are two other people in this room, and you hear three identical voices answer back to you. <gasps> yes. Yes. <gasps> There's the old man talking to and the, the hybrids, and there are two identical twins or copies of this old man who are uh, standing at opposite ends of the lab working on other things. God, your poor mother. <laughs> <laughs> I cut, I walk in behind him like, he's, he's cloned himself, you idiot. Oh. Um, well, this is mighty odd. Um, which one... Does one sort of share it with the other two or is it you're here... The same, your input the same, or you? Oh, well, if you're looking for the original, my good man, uh, that that would be me. And the one who is talking to the hybrids steps away from the group. Okay. God, this is an ethical challenge. Um, this man has got to get a better way to have his clones acknowledged. Like, they got to be like B2 and B3, because if they're all birch, that's just going to be a mess. Are they all dressed the same way? Uh, 
pretty much, I think, just to differentiate them, one has sort of a cornflower blue tie, the other one has a pastel pink tie, and the third has a, like, striped tie. If they were to all be wearing the same, say they were in Star Trek and they were all red shirts, would they be distinguishable? Not in the slightest. They're, okay. They're, they're good clones. <laughs> okay. Auto. Thank you. That's what, that's... That's the answer I was hoping for as a storytelling. <laughs> yeah, let's just cool. call the original Birch Classic. <laughs> right, 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 Birch Classic, yeah. And Birch. the other one's Birch Crystal, yeah. <laughs> Birch, uh, Birch Decaf and Birch uh, Americano. And this okay. is New Birch. A Colombian Birch. <laughs> Diet Birch. Blue Mountain Birch. Birch Zero. How can I assist you gentlemen? Well, we're looking for a suit, like an exosuit. That's about it. Yes, um... We had a little, um, we had a little accident in the other one, but I don't, God, I don't know why I said that. It might be, um, sorry, um, uh, let me back up. Um, can we have one, basically? We're asking for one. You'd like to requisition an exosuit for me? Yeah, yes. that. Well, that, that's quite simple, uh, really. Uh, w- w- what rating were you looking for? Rating, rating, sir? Well, yes, all exosuits have a particular rating. They're rated for certain environments. Looking for more hazardous materials or underwater exosuits? What do you think, Scarlet? What should we go for? Which one? I like the purple one quite a bit. <laughs> uh, we've also got some that are rated for for spacewalks and things of that nature. Which one's the purple one for? I believe those are the ones rated for spacewalks and uh, hazardous environments. Wouldn't mind a crack at that one, Scarlet. Have to say. I would assume we need the one for hazardous environments in space. Yes, Otto. I believe that's the one we need. So, uh, a hazardous environment suit. Uh, I'll double it. Two of those, please. And could you... Are two. there sort of shifting plates? Or uh, a few. <laughs> several. Many. Are there... Well, hold um, on. You all have suits, don't you? Yeah, but I want I want many. Okay. <laughs> you, you just want a new one? Okay. I mean, to be well, fair, Scarlet's is messed up. Mine is messed up, so I could go for two. We should That's go true. for two. These things break. If we can, If we can just get them for free, then we should... Take advantage of I'm now, you know, unless they if they can be distributed to other people, that's fine. But if they're just rotting here, I mean, we could use them. We're doing some quite risky stuff, and it would be good to have that on hand in case we, you know, malfunction, which these things are wanting to do. So, hey, Otto, yes, uh, can you roll me a command? Okay, 2d6, your roll plus, yep, 2d6 plus your influence. Okay, four. And two, and then it, my influence is one, one. so seven. Does that, does, that, does that clear? Just? Yeah, just enough. Just barely? My, my Jedi mind trick kind of worked on you. <laughs> Strange that you wouldn't just seek out a requisitions officer, but I can provide you with the suits requested. This, this required a much more personal touch. Oh. I can't tell you how much of a, how great that news is. It's so helpful. We're just absolutely chuffed. And he waves one of his clones off to, to uh, go acquire the suits for you. All right. Now, uh, I must say, I have not seen either of you around here. Are you, uh, were you recently transferred? Or am I just growing inattentive in my old age? <laughs> no, not, um, just sort of, just sort of pissing about, really. Um, been all around just following this, um, uh, this motley crew, I suppose. It's just so confusing. I'm just so tired, honestly. Well, the, the uh, day-night cycle here on Miranda can be uh, quite a thing to get used to. Mm, mm, mm. Especially with all that fog in the sky. I have not seen sunshine. I haven't seen the sunshine since I don't know when, I must say. 
And I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, my brain went. My brain went to uh, "Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone" for some and reason. And time keeps dragging on. And uh, after a few minutes of rummaging through their supply closet, uh, the two Birch clones bring you uh, two hazardous environment exosuits. Awesome. Very good. Will that be all, gentlemen? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all we came here for. Well, I, I'm pleased as punch to be of assistance. Thank you, my good man. Thanks for all the help. Of course. So, uh, unrelated question. What's with all the, uh... Oh, the, the hybrids, you mean. The hybrids, yes. Well, these ladies and gentlemen are some of my finest work to date. <laughs> okay, but why? Well... There is something to be said of the tactical advantage one would receive from being able to breathe underwater or move faster than the average human being, wouldn't you say? I can see your point. Well, there you go. Exactly that. It just seems interesting that you would use animal hybrids instead of maybe just... Well, I guess in the term, this is its own enhancement, huh? Exactly. It's a bio-enhancement. And let me tell you, as compared to something like cybernetics, this doesn't require firmware updates. <laughs> I, I just kind of softly chuckle, unenthusiastically. <laughs> <laughs> just a polite, like, ha-ha-ha. Just, ha-ha. Cool. Well, it was nice talking to you, and thanks for the suits. Oh, of course, my friend. No problem. No problem at all. All right. Let's go. And uh, the two of you exit Dr. Birch's lab. Yep, and we're heading back the way we came. Hopefully we won't get caught up in another shenanigan. I'm, I'm knocking on wood as we speak. <laughs> yep. Weirdly, as soon as you uh, exit the lab, you run into Virgo, who seems to have been on his way back. Chaboy! Sup? <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, guys. Uh, how, how'd everything go uh, on the other side of the compound? Smoother than it should have. Just talk to little shit, you know? Mm, mm. Long story short, we're about to make our way out of here. So, so you didn't put the boots to poor Hamlet, did you? No, mm. no. Well, that, that's good. That's good. He hardly deserves something like that. Yeah, he seemed to, he seemed to handle it pretty well. So, do you just come and go from here and from the lab to back where you were? What's happening? Like, I mean, I, I, I like to swim. And Dr. Birch gives me plenty of free time to do so. It's, 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 a, it's a lot of hurry up and wait, you know? Until they deploy us, we're just kind of stuck here. What? De- deploy? Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll be out on the front any day now. Or at least traveling that way. Huh. Cool. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> He's just got a bad attitude. Don't worry about it. It's it's no trouble. No, don't worry about giving me my uniforms back or anything. I can go get some more. Very cynical. Mm. You hate to see that these days. Not helpful. You do. I I um, I do have some degree of empathy for it. But yes, it is a shame when one cannot care about. No, Scarlet's good. You know, good chap. I rate him personally. I kind of softly scream as I'm walking. Otto, move your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was, a, it was a nice meeting, both of you. Yes. Uh, well, uh, you know, pass my cross again, you never know. Let's hope under friendly terms. Yes. And if um, that were not to be the case, then... Um, he smiles this big, sharp-toothed smile. Then I enjoyed this meeting, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. It's a strange world out there, my good man. 
He gives you a quick like flop with his webbed hand on your shoulder and then heads into the lab. God, I did not like the way that hand felt. Jesus. (laughs) 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 Nothing, you know, geek can't help it. Just, I'm still, uh, it's just very reptilian. I'm just not used, like it's like petting a giant lizard. (laughs) Still odd. I imagine he's a little smoother than that, but. It's like, it's, I'm used to it. I'm used to it now, but it's just a little, you know. Shark skin is pretty coarse. It's like sandpaper. Yeah, but it's, it's coarse in a different way than. You know, reptiles. It, just, it was clapped it a little bit too hard. I wasn't quite ready for it. <laughs> Did not expect to be touched like this. <laughs> but you, you guys start heading back to the pump room to get beady. Yep. It up. And on your way back, sort of uh, retracing your steps, uh, you notice a small sort of uh, break room, like a little a little mess hall. With some uh, some screens on over the tables, mm-hmm. uh, showing this massive ship engagement in space. It's just anchors flying everywhere, support ships, uh, destroyers, cruisers, just chaotic. Uh, ships from the RSU, ships from the Commonwealth, hmm. anchors from both sides, and just in the distance, this, this blue ball. Or more, more of a, a sphere, more of a planetoid. Now that you look at it more closely, mm-hmm. it's blue and green bits of white. Sounds familiar. <laughs> it really, yeah. <laughs> Somebody might just be from there. It's Earth. It's, it's Earth. 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 So, I look at him just like the. F- hey, Otto. Hmm. Is that that planet you keep going off about? Like. Earth? Is that what it is? Is that what it looks like? Yes. That is Earth. Eh. Seem better. A little uh, Chiron appears in the lower third. <laughs> uh, massive engagement in Earth orbit. Hmm. Hmm. We want you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Real propaganda. <laughs> well, um, bugger. Um, oh, God. Well, I'll put it this way. I mean, there's a reason I'm not there anymore. Fair enough. So just be aware of that. We've got a lot of shit going on. There's some good stuff, but it's, um... I don't know, just, um... What do they want from us? Uh, I know we're supposed to be going back. And, Scarlet, the, the screen changes again. They're, they're on Mars. They're, you recognize the Martian sky and the red Earth. Uh, the low, another lower third. Provincial Martian government established. And there is... Rafael Amano, flanked by uh, some Jovian officials and two Jovian anchors. Is his shitty son there? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, you know, Dominic is there. He's like sort of off in the wings. <laughs> huh. Looks like they succeeded in their attempt. <laughs> looks like it. Yeah, looks like they succeeded. So there's that. <sighs> Scarlet is kind of just standing there debating like, I know we're supposed to go back, but the old itch is there to try and get information or something. It's too great an opportunity. Well, I mean, we can plug into the sector net on frickin' uh, who's and what's its ship. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend uh, getting on the sector net on Jupiter because it's probably mostly state-run. Yeah. Yeah. State-run sector net. (laughs) 
I mean, we're yeah, we're gonna see the same propaganda that these kids are seeing. Yeah, true. I I was thinking there could be just a bit more, just always more somewhere. All right, we keep going after seeing all that. All right, and you eventually make it back to the pump room where BD and Doctor Zaid are waiting. I just kind of head back and we're like, we got exosuits. We're all good. Let's get the hell out of here. Affirmative. Okay. Righto. Lead on. Um, BD starts to help Zade into the exosuit because they're still moving a bit slower. And I change into mine. <laughs> You're leaving your old ratty one behind? Yep, leaving it behind, grab a match, burn it. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't it, suggest it, but okay. You, you could do that, but <laughs> it might bring some uh, attention to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to toss it on the ground, put on a new one. Step it, on it's, it. <laughs> it's, it's bad either way. You can't dispose of it. And if you don't dispose of it, somebody might find it. Well, uh, hide it. <laughs> it doesn't have your name on it or anything. It's probably got Otto's name on it. Otto doesn't have your name on it. Um... At this point, yes, I would say so, probably. God damn it. But, okay, if you just rip it out of the thing, I don't know. Plus, <laughs> someone else also has your name here, so it's not like that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Just so long as they don't see it while we're here. <laughs> okay, I just, yeah, I'm just going to toss it, but like toss it strategically in a way where it's kind of hidden cram off to it, the side. Cram it between some pipes. Yeah, cram it into some pipes. <laughs> Not blocking that's, pipes, I would hope. But so that's like, definitely not going to cause any problems. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I think it's going like to work hiding out. Hiding it behind a whole like column mm-hmm. of pipes, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to shove it into some pipes. I'm just going <laughs> to let me make, let me create a blockage that'll help. <laughs> this, let me let me cause problems on purpose. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll get so distracted that there's a leak <laughs> that they, yeah. they just. But it will lead them to the place that we're leaving from, unfortunately. Fair enough. So, Scarlet, you're in your new Jovian exosuit. Yep. It's nice. Sleek. It's pretty, pretty, like, pretty plush, pretty nice. The face mask isn't fucked up. Oh, no, no, it's crystal clear. It's purple. It's like putting on a new pair of glasses. (laughs) God, a good feeling. It's got that new suit smell. Yeah. And, uh, BD, you get Zade into their suit. Mm Mm-hmm. And what do the three of you now uh, do? Zade's upper body strength is okay right now, right? I don't uh, know. <laughs> not, not particularly, no. Okay. Um, I, I imagine I, if I don't already have a bit of fastening, I could just rip some off of the, the suit that we're abandoning. Okay. Because um, I want to essentially fasten it so that um, Zade is a, like on my back with arms like attached around my neck basically just like hanging off the back of me so that okay. i can do the moving for them because okay. we're going to be swimming and they're probably going to have a harder time with that uh, the, the, i will remind you there was like a, a 10 foot <laughs> drop into nine feet of water the way you guys came yeah well yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> but this we, might be we can slightly stand on each other's shoulders you know oh no we, we can't because it was deep water, huh? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. deep water. Um, can I, can I essentially look at my built-in, like my blueprints stored in my memory bank and see if there's a, a different way that we can go? There are several different ways. I would like to go the the path least seen. <laughs> All right. Well, then roll me and assess for that. Okay. Ooh, 
that's a four and a six. And am I adding anything to that? Expertise? I think it'd be expertise. Okay. So that is going to be an 11. All right. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Right Shout on. out to complimentary colors, yellow and purple. All right, so I'll give you significant information about the subject, and you get a data point about it as well. <gasps> I love data points. <laughs> which you can spend to increase your success in relation to that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the information. Okay. There are a number of exits from this level. Uh, a lot of, uh, there are four primary lifts that lead back up to the surface level. And there are a number of emergency exits and uh, maintenance access hatches. And you find the one maintenance hatch that actually leads back out onto the surface entirely. Nice. And is just inside of the base's... Air bubble? Yeah, but close enough to the fog that you could be out of the sight of the people in the base fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. That's what an an 11 gets you. Hell yeah. Thank God I rolled well. (laughs) Yeah. So you guys are going to make your way to that uh, maintenance hatch? I would love to do that. Yes. Let's go for it. All right. I'm basically piggybacking Dr. Zane. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the most flattering look, but you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Jake Sully looking my Maybe a little more humanoid, but yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think about when I think of Virgo. No. He looks That's very nice. Uh, he looks for, very For nobby. our listeners at home, Leon has dropped Prince Sidon into the chat. <laughs> if you played Breath of the Wild, you know who we're talking about. Oh, uh, I haven't. I guess it was on Wii U as well, but I still haven't played that one. I love Zelda. He was. He, but, he Prince Sidon, but more human like and uh, more human proportioned, I'd imagine. <laughs> but, but pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. That's the only thing I could imagine when you said a sharp tooth smile. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the picture. <laughs> so that's the look. To, shout out to all the uh, Virgo f- fanboys and girls and folks who just uh, were instantly created the second that the concept of him looking like Sidon. <laughs> but uh, BD, uh, following the blueprint that you had tucked away in your memory, you lead uh, the rest of the group to this maintenance hatch. And uh, you don't have access to it. You see the panel that would give you access, but you don't have the clearance. <laughs> Turns to Scarlet. <laughs> Does the like, huh? Hands like, huh? You can't exactly raise your eyebrows as yeah. a robot. <laughs> I just kind of gestured to it like. Looks at Beatty, looks at Beatty's hand, looks at the panel, looks back at Beatty. Yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your area. Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy, roll me an access. The three of us have our roles, which is... <laughs> yeah. Fucking Otto is the charmer, Scarlet's the hacker, and uh, Beatty has all the info. That's an 11. Damn! Yes. Oh, okay. Sure. A nat 11 or a plus? A uh, plus. It was nine plus two. Okay. Yeah, I keep forgetting you You have that <laughs> thing from your background where you get another like another plus one to your, uh, your interface. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yep, so 11. Yeah. All right. You are in, my friend. You, you, this was probably the easiest hacking you've done all day. Literally. <laughs> you, you, you're finally getting used to Jovian systems. Here's what happened. I literally walked up to it, looked at it, pressed a button, and then it, it let us in. Maybe two, but okay. Press two yeah, you, buttons, let us in. Just like pop the top off of it, plug your system in, hit one key. <laughs> hits okay, the enter we're good. key. Yeah. Just hits the enter key. Because we got to enter. 
No, not even that. Here's what happened. It just put plug it in, hit control, alt, delete, and then we're in. <laughs> you deleted the doors system 32. <laughs> yeah. And the door, the maintenance hatch slides right open. Uh, we love to hear it. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's time to time to go. All right, you all. It, it, it's the the hatch is small enough that you have to hunch over to walk through it. Okay. And it is at an odd angle up to the surface, like like somewhere around forty five degrees. So it's more like a tunnel than a ladder. Yeah. yeah. There's no uh, snake eater playing in the background. <laughs> it's it's more like a very <laughs> awkward incline than anything what else. A thrill. Okay. And Otto, this is not good for your back at all. <laughs> God, I can Such feel it life. snapping in, in place. <laughs> you basically have to walk forward, hunched over for probably about 150 yards. Yeah. Oh, God. Listen, you can get a massage back on the freeholds. Let's just go. <laughs> Seriously, for the time being, we need to go. Sounds bloody awful, man. You all pop up out of the hatch within the base's uh, airline, basically. And <laughs> Otto, you, you get up out of the, the hunch position and you just hear a bunch of pops in your back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beatty goes behind them and does the thing where they lift them from the, the center and cracks their back for them. Otto, <laughs> <laughs> you stand up like 5% straighter after that. Congrats. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm happy about it myself. <laughs> and then you all take off into the fog, I'm assuming, yes? Yeah. All right. Yep. And who's leading? Probably me. Yeah. We have a, I can't remember if we had a sing- signal for Trilly or if they were just going to show up. No, no, there was a channel mentioned that you would uh, oh, okay. access. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I tap into the channel and and let Trilly know that we're <laughs> we're alive and we have the the extra passenger. Now, in what way are you letting Trilly know? Probably of kind of a vague of like. Is it verbal or like are you are you sending uh <laughs> taps? Yeah, Morse code. Sure. Yeah, just breaks in the static. Yeah, just like a beep beep. Essentially. <laughs> and you receive a response in kind. We're going to be starting a numbers station. <laughs> <laughs> Was the idea that Trilly would come to you or you would trace your way back to to her? Um, I figured we would essentially meet around the same spot that we landed. Okay. And I mean, she didn't, unless something happened, she hasn't taken off. So she'd still be there. Yeah. Okay. Then we go. All right. Uh, B, roll me a face adversity. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Now you gotta make your way back through the the Jovian line. Uh, that's a three and a four plus. Am I adding anything? Uh, plus your metal. Which I have one, so that's an eight. All right. Better than nothing. I'm not gonna discuss with you what the repercussions of that are yet. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Great. Oh my god. Thankfully, I do have an expert robot tech with me, so they can help. <laughs> All right, and you all make your way, sneaking through another Jovian patrol, back to the last known location of the Jackknife Soliloquy. And there it is. Shiny, silver. Shiny and chrome. Shiny and chrome. <laughs> chrome as ever. Witness it! Mm-hmm. You can't see me, but I'm doing the V8 hand signal. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about how nothing went bad while we've been here except us almost getting caught? This was a bit... Easier than expected, but I am not one to look a gift horse in the mouth. Right, but it was surprisingly too easy. And just as the ramp onto the jackknife soliloquy drops, 
you hear these blaring klaxons in the distance back toward the base. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we run on to the jackknife right. and prepare to skedaddle as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trilly is already at the controls as the four of you bustle in. Um, I I kind of detach the the fasten from around my the Zade's wrists and just kind of gently hand them off to Otto and Scarlet, like. Please take care of them. I must help. And then goes to jack into the navigation system. Well, that was almost a perfect run. We did our best. I'm sure you did, kid. Did you get what we came for? Yes, it is it is time we leave as, as quickly as possible. All right, all right. And she starts punching buttons. You feel the jackknife shudder underneath you as the engines kick on. And as you begin to take off, you hear fire below you. <laughs> ruh uh, uh, you can't tell what's down there because you the, the sonar that the jackknife runs on can't see through the fog. Uh, <laughs> can I help with any evasive maneuvers? <laughs> you can, but you are still feeling a little little less than yourself due to the uh, the electromagnetic part of the fog. Yeah, but I don't know. Can I can I do it more of a like an aid rather than a uh. Me doing all the evasive maneuvers because she's a she's a competent pilot. Uh, sure. Uh, you can roll me get involved. Okay. <gasps> okay, that's a five and a two. That doesn't add anything, does it? Uh, we'll say plus your. Maybe I'm like essentially keeping a secondary eye out for her. Okay, we'll call that metal. Okay, so that is going to be an eight. Okay. That do anything? It's weird to apply this to an NPC. Oh, incurring a <laughs> cost complication or hard choice. Okay. But we will continue forward. Hmm. Here's a hard choice. Okay. <sighs> Either the jackknife is going to take damage and probably plummet out of the sky. I'm not a fan of that one. Or the jackknife is going to take damage and one of you is going to take damage as well. I will take that damage. I said one of you, not you directly beating. Well, I'm literally plugged into it. You would think that I would take any incur damage from the ship anyway. So, so you're you're taking the option where somebody in inside the jackknife takes damage. Well, yeah, because otherwise it's all of us probably take damage. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so the jackknife under this bombardment from the Jovians on the surface takes a hit. You guys are still in atmosphere and all wearing your suits or not affected by it as much. So when the fog begins to get sucked into the cabin, it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. But but as the holes are sealed over with uh, countermeasures, Trilly slumps out of the captain's seat and falls to the floor of the jackknife. Shit. Is she... Is it just from sickness from the thing, or is she like? Oh no, dead? she was wearing she was wearing her suit. <laughs> but oh no. But but uh, an exosuit is not gonna do much against uh, rounds that are meant to take down ships. Oh shit! Oh no. Okay. Um. Duh, bleh, 
uh, I take over controls of the ship. That's all. Okay, I mean, yep. I gotta fly. Someone else is gonna take care of her. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just gonna fall out of the fucking sky. Yeah. I'm choosing to keep whether or not Trilly is alive or dead to myself right now. Fucker. <laughs> then one of you people better help her. All right, BD. Yeah. Roll me a face adversity plus metal. Okay. Now that you're <laughs> being forced to pilot. All right, that is a seven. Oh no! You, I, I still have to succeed in some way. Another, you're gonna give us another fucking ultimatum. <laughs> Listen, I'll take damage. It's fine. Uh, no, 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 no need. I'll just make things worse. I gotta what? Your ass, Michael. Please. As you break out of Miranda atmosphere into space. You're getting a lot of notifications from the jackknife that you are being targeted by something on the jump station. Oh, cool. What? <laughs> okay, great. What do you What do you do? More evasive maneuvers. <laughs> Star Fox sixty four turn in midair. Do a barrel roll. Yeah. Do you give me another face adversity plus metal? Yeah. For the love of God. Hey, did Trilly get to brace her impact? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. Fuck her. Okay. That's a negative, Captain. <laughs> Six plus two <laughs> plus one is a nine. I just oh, I'm trapped. Oh, I'm trapped oh, in this oh, liminal oh space. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> all right. No. Make it stop. You can't just kill us. I didn't completely fail, okay? No, you didn't. Uh, hey, hey. Nobody's, de- nobody's dead but Trilly. Excuse what? me! What? <laughs> um, Take that right the fuck back. Please tell me someone has checked on her, by the way. I, I, I'm just going to say I did. Okay. So, Beatty. Yeah, Michael? Uh, the jackknife rocks under another salvo of fire, but... Nothing pierces the hole, or seems to. Okay. And then whatever target lock they had on you from the station uh, goes away. They're no longer locked onto you. Okay. And That's not all, clearly, Michael, but okay. (laughs) Things are just eerily quiet. The, The gunfire has stopped from the surface and from the station. And you fly on into the void. Great. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming you, you set up for jump? Yeah. Okay. You you begin your jump back to the freeholds. Um, I get to do navigation stuff. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it safe. And I'm going to choose to avoid Jovians. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so a smart play. Take that, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this episode got very combative all of a sudden. <laughs> it's almost like you shot my friend. You took everything away from us. <laughs> you took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> so, Scarlet, you're checking on yeah, Trilly? I'm, yeah, I'm checking on Trilly. Trilly's very dead. Um, so, I'm, 
Beatty. I know. She... She knew the risks. I just... thought maybe we could... we would be in the clear. Not much to do except keep going. We'll deal with the body after we get back. Yes. Just... The three of you keep safe. I'll, I'll, I'll get us back as safely as I can. I, I pat Beatty on the back and kind of just pick up Trilly's lifeless body and carry it. Put it somewhere where it's not slumped over, maybe like in a... The sleeping quarters, in maybe? Like the, in like the sleeping quarters, or at least someplace where there's a nice cushion 